Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Autism Jammer Burst with Speducators. This is Rachel. Today we're going to be talking about the classroom and follow-up more information, more things to say from the, the episode of One Bad Apple. Does it really spoil the bunch? We have, we have a situation on our hands that needs to be out there and talked about. Because there are groves of really good teachers that are feeling like they can't do it anymore simply because they don't have the supports and they do have that bad apple that keeps coming around and keeps trying to make things difficult for them. And they're not thinking about the fact that maybe perhaps their one C is important but not important at the sacrifice or at the risk of harming other children who are in the same space as them. And all we're going to do is continue to get teachers that are just fed up and done. The more that we pretend we don't know or look the other way, or just make it someone else's problem. I have said I've had many phenomenal parents that would do anything for me or for any of the students that I have had in my class. But there's always that one, and it's becoming a problem. I'm pretty well versed now in how to handle those types of situations when when fully supported and heard. And I've had really no problem having a bridge of understanding that I do care about the child. I just have to care about all of the children that are in my care of their social and emotional, their uh, academic, and even their life. I wrote a book, and I told you guys about my book that's coming out called He Seemed Normal. But I haven't really talked about why it was written and what makes me think that people are going to want to read it. And so I wanted to address that because there is a definite reason why I wrote it. There is educators out there, there are people out there that see a child and make automatic assumptions or uh, automatic prejudged notions 
that they're just spoiled brats or they're just kids that are throwing a tantrum or they don't need any extra support. They need a parent that's going to put them in their place or they're going to parent them so that they will be well behaved. And those are people who do not actually want to fix the problem. <clears throat> they're either those people that have never been experienced in anything that has to do with disabilities or autism in general, or they are the ones that have an understanding of autism when it comes to the one that they know. Because if you know one child with autism, you know one child with autism. So I wrote the book because my son was very, very intelligent. And he was, or is, I say was, still is. He's very, very intelligent. He's very articulate. And he is very intense sometimes. He was at a small district. And I knew nothing at all about autism at the time. The only reason I knew that's what it could be is because I had people in my life that knew what that was and could see the signs clearly pointing to the fact that he had the spectrum disorder. It was right there on the spectrum and had to share with me what exactly that entails. And I had to learn very quickly all things autism when it obtained to my own son. I was going to college at the time with four kids and I was working on getting my bachelor's degree so that I could essentially take care of my family and and not just be the fuel technician that I had always been. Going to school at all is difficult and it's especially difficult when you have a house full of kids. It compounds it by 1,000% when you're dealing with a new diagnosis and when you're dealing with a child that has behaviors or meltdowns due to their disability. There were many times that I went into those classrooms to do my classes and I had spent most of the day crying. And I didn't want to draw attention to that because I was there to learn but it was very clear that that was something weighing on me. And it was very hard because I have to tell you, the classes I had to take for my bachelor's were not my favorite, some of them. So here I have homework and, and tests on things that I'm not even interested in that I have to take to get my degree. And then I have moments where I need to figure out what I'm going to do to help my child. It was stressful, beyond. But then I had found that there, it became a bit of a battleground between well-meaning, well-intended, inexperienced educators. And I mean inexperienced in the sense they had taught for a long time, but they did not understand this disability. And as much as I had to hurry and learn about it so that I could understand and help my own son, they did not seem as eager to learn what I was going through. I remember 
trying to explain that you can tell he's going to lose it by looking at his eyes because I had found that when he was getting overwhelmed and upset, his eyes would glaze over and have this look to them that said, I gotta roll my sleeves up and be ready to give him space, but also be there to make sure he's safe. And they could not understand what I meant when I said the eyes. It's like the, the tunnel glowed. And then I would say, well, what's the antecedent? And that question was boggling to them. They were like, I don't know what an antecedent is. I didn't either until I learned what an antecedent was. And then it became very clear that what seemed nonsensical or not so important to the adults around him was something that was very disheartening to him or very stressful to him. So how do you make an adult? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Listen practice what it is that you're doing at home that you're trying to figure out to help your child. That's the big problem in here. So about 2014, I had finally gotten things to a point where I could feel that my son was losing some of the stress he was building. And we were pretty much in a place where we were just trying to move forward. You have to buy the book if you want to hear all the details about what happened. Um, but I was sitting in class, and I was very near done with my degree, and all of a sudden, I had this feeling that I needed to write a story, and anyone that knows me knows that I am not really great at all things writing. Um, my grammar could be better. I sh probably should have done more punctuations and capitalization. Okay, I can capitalize, but when I was in grade school, but I felt that it was very important. I just knew that that was just too much for me to do when I was trying to finish school. But after that moment, I would feel very, very strongly that I needed to do it regularly. Sometimes daily, sometimes monthly. Sometimes I got a little bit of a reprieve and I could wait and not think about it for six months. But consistently, it was always there, and I always knew I was supposed to do it. The problem was, there was enough trauma, and there was enough pain that I really didn't feel like opening up that wound and watching it bleed. Each time I would sit to start writing, I would find myself crying uncontrollably, just thinking about what my child had to go through 
and what I had to help him get past. And it was very Um, but then it always would stick in my head and it would say, okay, um, you're right, Rachel, is what I'd say to myself. I'd say self, um, it's painful and I really don't want to do it. I think it's just better. I let it lie. And then my other part of me and deep in my, in my heart, I knew there are parents out there that don't have the same resources, they don't have the same support system, or they just simply don't know what they're supposed to do to help their child, and they're probably crying more than you ever did. And when that happened, I realized maybe it's time I stopped thinking about my pain of writing and maybe start thinking about people's pain because I haven't written. So there it was, and it was just right in front of my face. And it still took me until 2021. New Year's Eve to complete the rough copy of my son's story. I'm still struggling. I mean, I have my deadline I gave myself. I'm still struggling to put in the deep details and make it more first person than third person. But I cannot get my brain to wrap it around what I had seen or what I had witnessed that conversations that I had had because it is so painful to think about. So I'm just going to throw this out there for those that are maybe finding themselves very often crying or aching because they don't know what they're supposed to do. With that in mind, find the book and I'll make sure you know when it's in pre-sale, hopefully very, very soon, because I did it for you. That person, whoever you are, I did it for you, because my son and I could both have gone the rest of our lives and never, ever, ever thought about it again. So I wanted to put this out here and let you know that it was something that I learned a lot from, and it's something that my loving and well-mannered and freaking entertaining son who has done a podcast with me the first episode and he's done some of the um, intros for me he is 17 and he is phenomenal and does not want to read ever but he does want to have it on his bookshelf for the rest of his life which I think is a win because I don't think he should have to read where he lived, but I think you should. And I think that you won't regret it. You might not love it, but you won't regret it. And it's, it's something that I'm supposed to share. So that's my plug out there. Just know that I recognize this is not something that most parents even want to think about much less read about but if that means it's going to help you figure out where to gain your inner strength or what to do for your child when they're stimming and they never did before or if they are tearing apart a classroom faster than you can say let me know when you're ready 
then this book is for you. If you're the one that's getting phone calls from the school asking you to come get your child because they hurt someone or because they threw something or because they kicked someone or a teacher got a black eye, which that didn't happen to my son, but it could happen. I'm an educator. This is for you. If you're that person who knows that something is just not going the way that it should, but you don't know exactly what it is that you should be doing, this book's for you. Pretty much. This is it. If you have someone you love and you're crying or if you're losing sleep even just a little bit, it's for you. So I hope that you guys will find it and buy it and then make sure that when you have your friend in the same predicament that you have them do the same thing that would be good because I didn't want to do all of that for me to have as a personal diary although I would love to have it as a personal diary if that's what happens because I did it and I wrote it and that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I have gotten a graduate degree as well. And so if I can say that's the hardest thing I've ever done, and I have my master's, that tells you that you got to read it.